0: Letter fourteen of Clarissa. This is a LibriVox recording, all LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ben Dutton, Lampeter, Wales. Letter fourteen, Miss Clarissa Harlowe to Miss Howe. THURSDAY EVENING, MARCH the second. On Hannah's depositing of my long letter, begun yesterday, but by reason of several interruptions not finished till within this hour, she found and bought me yours of this day. I thank you, my dear, for this kind expedition. These few lines will perhaps be time enough, deposited, to be taken away by your servant with the other letter yet they are only to thank you, and to tell you my increasing apprehensions. I must take, or seek, the occasion to apply to my mother for her meditation. For I am in danger of having a day fixed, an antipathy taken for bashfulness. Should not sisters be sisters to each other? Should not they make a common cause of it, as I may say, a cause of sex, on such occasions as the present? Yet mine in support of my brother's selfishness, and, no doubt, in concert with him, has been urging in full assembly, it seems, and that with an earnestness peculiar to herself when she sets upon a thing, that an absolute day be given me, and, if I comply not, to be told, that it shall be to the forfeiture of all my fortunes, and of all their love. She need not be so officious. My brother's interest, without hers, is strong enough." "'for he has found means to confederate all the family against me. "'Upon some fresh provocation, or new intelligence concerning Mr. Lovelace, "'I know not what it is, they have bound themselves, "'or are to bind themselves by a signed paper to one another. "'The Lord bless me, my dear, what shall I do? "'To carry their point in favour of Mr. Solmes, "'in support of my father's authority.' as it is called and against mr lovelace as a libertine and an enemy to the family and if so i am sure i may say against me how impotent, of them all to join two people in one interest whom they wish for ever to keep asunder what the discharged steward reported of him is surely bad enough what mrs fortescue said not only confirms that bad "'but gives room to think him still worse. "'And yet the something further "'which my friends have come at "'is of so heinous a nature, "'as Betty Barnes tells Hannah, "'that it proves him almost "'to be the worst of men. "'But hang the man,' I had almost said. "'What is he to me? "'What would he be "'were not this Mr. S- "'Oh, my dear, how I hate the man "'in the light he has proposed to me! "'All of them!' at the same time, are afraid of Mr. Lovelace, yet not afraid to provoke him. How am I entangled, to be obliged to go on corresponding with him for their sakes? Heaven forbid that their persisted violence should so drive me as to make it necessary for my own. But surely they will yield. Indeed, I cannot. I believe the gentlest spirits, when provoked, causelessly and cruelly provoked, are the most determined— the reason may be that not taking up resolutions lightly, their very deliberation makes them the more immovable, and then when a point is clear and self evident, how can one with patience think of entering into an argument or contention upon it? An interruption obliges me to conclude myself in some hurry, as well as fright what I must ever be, yours more than my own Clarissa Harlow End of Letter fourteen